2: Uh, good morning now I'm going to say uh, good morning indeed uh, to Mal O'Hara who's going to be speaking to us in a second or two I want first of all I want you to listen uh, to this uh, clip here and keep in the back of your mind this whole issue of people being gay and the, the blunt question that is sometimes asked can a lesbian be cured?
1: Those who practice homosexuality which was me and also drunkards and a bunch of other things that I would have been. I realized that I was in the will I enter the kingdom of God lineup and it scared me really, really bad. And then I read verse 11 and it says, And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified. I realized that there were people in the same place and they were saved and they were changed and that, that God could do that for me too and that I needed that. I could hold on to my sin and reject God or I could turn to Him.
2: That is one sad piece of commentary. Uh, there's no other way to d- describe it. Uh, a DUP counsellor, uh, Thomas Buchanan, has actually uh, shared uh, this particular content on Facebook. It's a young woman in America who is lesbian and who, because she's been reading the Bible, uh, believes that she has now given up her attraction to other women uh, because it is so sinful. I want to speak to uh, Mal O'Hara. He's actually a deputy leader of the, the Green Party and he's been a victim of uh, homophobic abuse in the past. Uh, Mal, good morning. Good morning, Frank. It it, it is very sad listening to that young woman. There's there's no question about that. If you're in a dilemma in your life where you have to change who you are because you believe the Bible says so, that must be a very difficult journey to be on.
0: Well, I think, uh, unfortunately, Frank, it's not supported by any evidence, you know. um, The organisations relating to counselling and psychotherapy have been emphatically clear over the last number of years that they do not support this idea of reparative or conversion therapy, the ridiculous idea that people can change their sexual orientation through therapy or through prayer and there's no support at all for that. And really interestingly, the British Association of Christian Counsellors have also supported um, the wider organisations in that they do not support this type of therapy either.
2: So what do we say to people who want to go on the very difficult journey, who want to change from being attracted to the same sex?
3: Well
0: not supported by any evidence, and in fact, the evidence relating to this type of food therapy is that it causes further harm and damage, and it exacerbates risk of poor mental health outcomes amongst people who attempted um, other risk-taking behaviours and risk of suicide and self-harm. Frank. So what we'd be encouraging people to do instead is to seek Um, support or counselling from organisations that are accredited and that have specialist um, training in dealing with these issues with people who are struggling to accept their sexual orientation and the wider point Frank is that you know we still live in a society that is homophobic or transphobic and positions being of minority orientation or gender identity as not as good as being heterosexual or cisgender. And that message permeates into LGBT people's minds, um, and that causes what can cause some of this conflict.
2: How difficult is it for people who are gay, considering we live in the society that is Northern Ireland?
0: Um, Well, I would say, Frank, there's never been a better time to be an LGBT person. You know, generally, um, in terms of equality... um, We have had huge advances over the last couple of decades in terms of legislation. Um, uh, Societal attitudes have moved hugely. I think if you just look at some of the indicative polling around equal marriage, in Northern Ireland that's up to three quarters of people support that. Um, So, you know, things are better than they have ever been, but there's still a lot of work to do in terms of addressing homophobia and transphobia.
2: What does it say about where the DUP find themselves at the moment? They have an openly gay councillor. Uh, they're, they're, it's, it's the first openly gay councillor that the DUP has allowed to stand to, to represent them. And at the same time, in the same party, they have a councillor who is posting on Facebook a video that promotes a woman being rescued from the sin of being a lesbian.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the DUP are, are trying to ride two horses on this issue at the moment, and I think, Frank, when we talk about the DUP and these issues, what we have to bear in mind is that the DUP opposed decriminalisation. I've never recanted from that position. They have opposed equal access and goods and services and never recanted. They opposed civil partnerships and never recanted. They opposed gender recognition and never recanted. They opposed, you know, equal age of consent. They have opposed every single piece of legislation related to equality on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. And now they're trying to pretend that they're only opposed to same sex marriage. And for a lot of people that feels like pink washing. Um, and I think the party has to make a decision. It is either a party that supports LGBT people or it's one that historically its position has been that it doesn't. And I think they need to make a choice.
2: Well, there are still people not only within the DUP, I should emphasise, or not only within the Free Presbyterian Church from which the DUP would find a, a lot of their uh, support that believe in this save Ulster from sodomy campaign, they they can they they can come from many arts and parts, including from within the Catholic Church.
0: Yeah, and I I don't think it's um, synonymous with one faith um, or not. You know, and I think actually. People are perfectly entitled to those views um, if they're, you know, they're religiously motivated or it's a particular piece of doctrine and how they interpret it. But they do not have the privilege of having that um, that particular view enforced in law, which is the current status where we are at the moment. Um, equal marriage is one case in point. But if you look at relationship and sex ed in schools, if you look at um, IVF access for LGBT women. You know, there are people who may be opposed to that, but currently the position is that they're privileged in that their views are reflected in the law, and that's something that we want to see change. And as a Green Party, we've been leading that call for a number of years. You
2: mentioned the Green Party, as I mentioned at the beginning, on the day that's in it across a lot of Europe and the UK. It's a day of celebration for the the Green Party. Uh, Would you expect to see a rise in your... Uh, former leaders, uh, did I say former leaders, uh, vote. Would you like to? See, would, you, would you like to see a rise in Claire Bailey's uh, vote during the course of, of today?
0: Yes, of course, and I think um, the Green Wave has splashed all across Europe, and it's fantastic to see. You know, voters are really prioritising the climate emergency and you know, as a party, we've obviously been leading on that, actually, but we're delighted to see that others are coming on board and we want to work with them. Um, I, I hope to see a significant increase in Clare's vote today um, for the party. Um, and, you know, that will be reflected if you look across the Britain, seven new green MEPs uh, uh, re-elected just yesterday. And, you know, we're looking at maybe three in the south as well. So there's a strong um, green group from these islands, which are going to be going to Europe and prioritising the climate emergency.
2: And who do you expect to come third? Martina Anderson winning, Diane Dodds uh, be, being there as the DUP representative. Uh, this is what the the, the, the pollsters are suggesting. Uh, who, who do you who do you expect to get that third ticket?
0: Um, it's, it's an interesting one, Frank. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what first what first preferences are, and then how the transfers work out. But you know, we we greens we did well the, um, across Northern Ireland a few weeks ago. Um, we we felt that we would improve our vote, but maybe not to the extent that we did. Um, and I think pollsters didn't expect the greens to do as well as they're doing across Europe. Um, so we might see some surprises today, and I'm hopeful that we do.
2: Okay, uh, Mal O'Hara, who's the deputy leader of the uh, Green Party, uh, thank you very much indeed. Oh two eight nine oh treble three 105. With regards to the reason we had Mal on, the DUP councillor being criticised for uh, sharing what he sees as anti gay content. On, on Facebook, um, or, you know, people... He's obviously, the DUP councillor, is against the idea of people uh, being gay and that they should uh, go and maybe consider this cure of sorts that is, that is uh, up for discussion. Whether or not it's available or not is a different thing altogether, but it is up for discussion. How, how do you feel about this continually uh, being Brought to the fore here in this part of the world. O two eight nine oh treble three one oh five. This is a DUP MLA, Thomas Buchanan. He's been heavily criticized after he shared a video on Facebook which promotes being rescued from the sin of homosexuality rescued from the sin. Uh, your opinions on this bank holiday Monday morning, always very welcome. Got to say good morning to Elaine who's listening to the programme. She says she was at the Maritime Festival over the weekend, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Elaine Jacobson, hi to you Elaine and hello to Andy as well. Tuned our way as they say. The ships are beautiful. We are blessed here with this bird's eye view from City Keys uh, 2. And tomorrow morning on the programme we'll be visiting the newest addition to City Keys 2. That's the Santa store that's opening right down on the water's edge. So uh, if you're ambling around or indeed you're in the vicinity or you're a worker here in the General City keys area or if you're uh, just ambling by the big fish or the the bridge there and you want to indeed get your snacks on board uh, Centra. they are opening here on the ground floor of City Keys to As and From uh, tomorrow morning, right? Oh uh, two, we'll be live from it, by the way. We'll be live from the program. We will oh two eight nine zero treble three one zero five. A proper look at the Maritime Festival uh, just after ten o'clock here on the program. And if you were there and you were uh, experiencing everything that was uh, going on, feel free to uh, share your. Um, experiences with us. Uh, Andy is talking about Snow Patrol last night. Couldn't get a drink. Couldn't get a drink at Snow Patrol. He said he queued for two hours to get... A drink. He says, I was there the whole way through Foy Vance and quite a bit of the uh, Door Cinema Club and I still hadn't been served at the bar. Was it really that bad? Because others are saying I did a great night, 35,000 people there, uh, Bono making an appearance as well. So uh, how was it for you? Feel free, do let us know treble 105. Did you have a night to remember at Ward Park 3? Most of the comments so far this morning have been about the DUP MLA He's been criticised this morning, uh, Thomas Buchanan, for sharing a video on Facebook which promotes being rescued from the sin of homosexuality. That is a quote, that is a quote, uh, rescued from the sin of homosexuality. I want to speak to Pastor Paul Burns from the Sandy Row, who's got an opinion on this. Uh, Paul, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you keeping? I'm, I'm very, very well. A lot of people are sick, sore, and tired of terms like conversion therapy, homosexual cures. They're suggesting that the tortured are being tortured. This is
3: Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you
2: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. People who have been discriminated against uh, since, I suppose, since man fell in love with man or woman fell in love with woman, continue to be discriminated against. Are the citizens of Northern Ireland who are driven by one or two lines hidden somewhere in the Bible uh, going to have the upper hand forever? These are some of the questions I'm, I'm reading here from texts uh, that are coming in.
3: Yep. I really appreciate that people want to say that. But first of all, uh, the ministers of the gospel will always stand for what the Bible says. As I said before, Frank, it's a bit like when you buy a car manual. If you want your car to run, you put oil in it as they recommend the manual. If you don't, the engine ceases. And the car breaks down. Well, the Bible is the instruction manual of God to His children, and He has certain rules. Now, it's the same. People say that the church campaigns against homosexuality. The church preaches against adultery, fornication, murder, lying, false witness. You know, we. But just, just, just on that, theology, pa- pa- Paul.
2: Paul, let me stop you there. Give me the list again. Mm-hmm. Give me the list again
3: well the bible the bible's quite clear on yeah but Adulter, give me exactly the list the list the list the, li-
2: the hold hold on, hold on because i want to jot these down you you said adultery mm-hmm. yeah
3: mm-hmm. what was the next one adultery fornication Fornic- murder fornication lying. hold on hold on
2: fornication fornication, fornication murder murder uh, lying no lying
3: bearing false witness
2: yeah yeah okay
3: okay Coveling your and possessions okay if that's you know, theft uh, theft if that's okay just yeah. But let, yeah. let me let me stop yeah. you there. No, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on.
2: Let me, there's a reason I wanted to write them down, because I wanted to get a, hand, yeah. a mm-hmm. handle on them. Adultery, ad, no one's going to come yep. on this program and say that adultery is acceptable. Adultery is something, whether we've done it or not, whether we're going to do it in the future, it is something that should not be happening, okay? Adultery is wrong. Yeah fornication very similar very similar uh, under, yeah. under under that umbrella so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll allow yeah. it to go in there with with adultery now murder mm-hmm. you know m- murder we don't even have to discuss yeah. we don't even have to discuss that one lying, that. lying you know if I say to you you know uh you know the fellow in my office supports Arsenal when I know rightly he supports Chelsea that's a lie but that's hardly that's hardly a sin so bearing false witness let's 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 take that a bit further let's say for perjury uh-huh. make it a bit more serious so lying in court yeah. i I'll, like I'll, I'll accept that one and, yeah. and, and and theft theft is is wrong yeah. we should not covet thy neighbor thy neighbor's goods but in in with exactly. in, in with all of that in with all of that you mm. have put you have put being a lesbian being a gay mm-hmm. man being in love mm-hmm. with a person of the same sex mm-hmm. like any right-minded person Thinking like an honest citizen of 2019 mm-hmm. would object to that language, Paul?
3: Well, you see, the reason I put this that, and I'll tell you why. The Bible is quite clear from the beginning of Genesis that it says that God created man and woman to come together. And that, that is a position the church takes universally that stands on the gospel of Jesus Christ. But that is not to say that we are homophobic. That is not to say we incite hatred, because I, and people know, I have uh, helped people in the past who have been victims, and I've come on your radio, and people have said things that is derogatory to the homosexual community, and could create hatred, and could create a false impression. It is a choice, Frank. Now, the Bible's quite clear, everyone has a choice. You can choose to follow God's rules, or you can choose not to follow God's rules. But the Church cannot be accused of being homophobic, or creating and inciting hatred, or being against the the homosexual community, for standing up for what it actually is told to declare, which is the message and gospel of Jesus Christ, that God loves everyone. Yes, Paul.
2: Yes, okay, Paul. But you can choose whether or not you're going to commit adultery. (laughs) You can choose whether or not you're going to be a fornicator. You can choose whether or not you're going to murder someone. You can choose if you're going to tell the truth in court. You can choose if you're going to be be, be a thief. But you can't choose who you fall in love with. You can't choose well, to be heterosexual.
3: Had, I've had this debate. I've actually read books on it on both sides because I try to be as far as possible, Frank. I've read the books backed by the Church Against Homosexuality and the books backed by the LGBT community and different writers and The Middle of the Road. But even in a, in a discussion I had with Mr. Tatchell, uh, who has been a campaigner for years and got a recent award just there recently for his campaign for the LGBT community, for many years his campaigned, he himself has said that there is no actual scientific basis. It is a choice. You make that choice, the same as a person makes a choice to leave if they wish the LGBT community. We're not saying you should persecute a person because they're LGBT. We will still declare the truth, but if a person inside the LGBT community says they no longer feel that way and they want to go into a relationship with a man or a woman, or they, they say they want to go to church, they feel they, they've been led that direction, then surely they have a right Equally to those in the LGBT community, declare their witness. I mean, no one's persecuting the LGBT. It's said you cannot state your opinion, you cannot state uh, what you stand for. You know, I, I, I understand exactly.
2: Mm. I understand exactly what you're saying. That people should have the right, if they feel mm-hmm. they do not wish to be a gay person, they should have the right to find a way not to be gay if that if that is how they feel they should have that right but why yes, so what, part why part but part the part question part. but Paul the question the million dollar question is why are they asking themselves the question why are they saying <laughs> oh I don't want to be gay I want to be straight they're asking themselves the question because yeah. they're under such psychological torture and pressure from society including from what you cherry pick from the Bible to ensure that they feel uncomfortable, that they feel guilty,
3: and that they feel like they need to change. That's cruel. Well, here's what I, where I put it. It's not cherry-picking cherry, cherry from the Bible because it's in the Bible. You know, sir, we can only... The church can only... It's the same as I've said before about the, getting back to the car manual. The man selling Reynolds, the man selling Ford, can only say what it does. He cannot add on extra things. When I made a choice to become a Christian, Frank... I didn't come under pressure. I mean, you know me of past, I mean, I drank like a a fish when I was a young man. I went to clubs even when the troubles was on. I looked at the women and everything else. But I suddenly felt an urge that I wanted to follow God. And I felt that what I was doing was wrong. Now I knew what the Bible was there, and I read the Bible and I heard it, but I'd ignored it for many, many years. But then I made that decision. I made the decision to become a Christian. Free will, I made it. No one forced me, no one put a gun to my head. No one says to people, you've got to go to church. No one says you've got to listen to what's on the satellite TV. You make a decision. The same as you make a decision just uh, recently in the box to vote for whoever. Uh, and by the way, I'm coming back from a conference. I don't even know who's won the European elections. But uh, people would have made a choice. People would vote for Sinn the DUP, the English Party, SDLP, the Green. You know, that's a democratic choice. That's a freedom choice. Yeah, sure. And I, I, but but, I,
2: but Paul, I accept that you you made a choice somewhere along your life to change from mm-hmm. whatever way you were leading your life to how you lead your life now. But you shouldn't. Surely you shouldn't make other people feel guilty as to how they lead their lives when they are loving lives, right. when they are lives where they're expressing love for people that are their
3: partners. But you see, I don't. I say that as a freedom of choice. I say what the Word of God says, and people can make a decision. People can say, right, we're still going to stay there. Or people can make a decision, the same as I made a decision to follow Jesus because I decided that I felt that I had been living a life of sin and that I wanted to change my life. And that's what people do day and daily throughout the world. It is a choice mechanism. God doesn't put a gun. People say that's why he gave free will. And even in a democracy, that's the one thing about the church. Even in a democracy, should gay marriage be introduced tomorrow? I will not leave this country if gay marriage is changed tomorrow. I will still be... Paul Burns, Pastor Paul Burns. I will still preach what the Word of God says, but I will recognise what the democratic will of the people has done if it is introduced. That, and the same as I would vote against it, and I will give my opinion uh, from the pulpit on it. But in the end, people have a freedom of choice, and the LGBT but, community has to realise, and so also does the politicians, that freedom of choice is the church's right to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, the same as it is the LGBT right to say that they don't agree with that. If he was a right the protest outside my friend's church a couple of months ago when he had a film about a man from Malta who had actually uh, become a Christian and he'd come from the gay community. LGBT people organised the protest. Democracy. They're entitled to do that. But the film still was shown and people still came to see it. That's democracy too. People can make a choice. Yeah, but Paul, as you a Christian, as someone,
2: but you're, you're talking about choice as someone who follows mm-hmm. Christ, as someone who follows the person who is believed to be the most understanding and forgiving person that ever became man. Do you not see? Right. Do you not see that you are preaching towards people? who are in many ways vulnerable, people who are 13, 14 years of age, who are discovering that they are attracted to the same sex. They are hearing you speak. They are feeling guilty. They are feeling pressurized. They are feeling tortured. And some of them are feeling suicidal. Can you not see how drastic your actions are in what you do?
3: Well, I, I can see people uh, that have suffered, and I've, I've experienced people who In fact, I've given many uh, child who's come from a homosexual community in the past a big hug when they walked in and dealt with the problems of brilliant. But in the end, I cannot change what the message of God is. I cannot rewrite the Word of God. And Christ himself said that he came not to change the law, but to fulfill the law. And that includes everything from Genesis right through to the end. And so I cannot change, even if I wanted to change certain things. I cannot change it because I am a human being in this earth that God created. The Word of God is God-inspired and God-written by God himself.
2: The yeah. same
3: as someone as an author and writes his book. Okay, just, one, know, just one, final point,
2: one final point on that, folks. We, we are out of time. And, you know, you're, no a, you're an honest man. You're an honest man, okay? And I want you to answer yeah. this question honestly because I don't have the proof in front of me, but I'm sure there'll be someone listening who will. Did Jesus yeah. Christ... Ever refer to homosexuality?
3: Jesus referred to marriage because he didn't refer to homosexuality for the reason being, and I'm speaking from coming also from a Jewish perspective, I'm a Jewish teacher in my family. He didn't refer to it because he talked about marriage because marriage was what God talked about. And the reason he didn't refer to homosexuality was, as I go back to that point, he said, I came not to change the law but to fulfill the law, not that, and not a scribble will be taken away, which means that what his father wrote was the law that he was fulfilling. So therefore, he did no need to comment on it because he was speaking to a Jewish audience at the time, and he knew what they knew, and he knew what was written. So therefore, no one was going to refer to that because it was already put down by God that he considered it a sin.
2: Yeah, but he very much bought into adultery being wrong and fornication being wrong, and murder being wrong, and coveting thy neighbour's wife yeah. and thy neighbour's goods, but he never said anything about homosexuality. It's just, I'm just The reason that I'm thinking about this is, you know, maybe it wasn't uh-huh. such a big deal to him after all.
3: No, uh, it was because he emphasised on marriage and the, the importance of treating a woman with respect and what it meant when you came together, because marriage is a very strong thing. When you put a wedding ring on, Frank, it has no beginning and no ending, and that stands for God's love, God's love for his children and his church, and the way it is in marriage when a man and a woman comes together. And that's why Christ was so strong on the divorce issue and emphasized it, and how a woman should be treated, because he says next to God, he says, a man is to love a woman higher than himself. Okay. So that's the emphasis God puts on the unity of marriage. So that's why Christ uh,
2: spoke so much about it. Okay, uh, Pastor Paul Burns, uh, thank you very, very uh, much indeed. Uh, the arguments will rage forever on this issue. Well, they certainly will in
0: this part of Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,